Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast. This is George Cannon, and you are listening to episode 127. The Finding Clarity Podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church where we seek to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So each week, we put together a podcast in hopes of answering things that you're wrestling with or questions that have appeared through the circumstances of your life, and you wouldn't necessarily get an answer for those questions by maybe a Sunday morning message, a Bible study, or even in Sunday school. So we try to answer those questions here. This week, we're going to answer a question. I know we were scheduled to really address the issue of unforgiveness, but something happened during the week, and it raised a question that I thought would be very important for us to discuss today, especially in light of our having to deal with with the situation with the coronavirus. And it was because of a report that I read concerning a major Christian leader in our country and what he said concerning COVID-19. He said that COVID-19 was a judgment from God on our nation because of certain sins. Certain sins. So here's the question that we're going to wrestle with today. Is COVID-19 a judgment from God? Is COVID-19 a judgment from God? That's the question that we're going to look at today and we're going to wrestle with. And we're going to wrestle with it from the Word of God and try to come to some sort of conclusion. And I'm going to do this in two ways. First of all, I'm going to look at the age-old question that humanity has always wrestled with. It was wrestled with during the time of Jesus, even before that, that we still wrestle with today. And then we're going to talk about the nature of our world. The nature of our world, if we're going to get an answer for this question, and especially understand what this Christian leader said, and whether or not what he said was valid or not. So let's talk about the age-old question. Basically, since, I guess, Adam and Eve, and really the nature of our world we live in, mankind has always struggled with difficulties. And, and so here's, here's the first thing. We struggle with understanding why terrible things happen. We struggle with understanding why terrible things happen. We're seeing that right now, even in the midst of this coronavirus crisis that we're in, as well as with the economic downturn that is affecting each and every one of us. Because, let's be honest, we didn't ask for this, we didn't anticipate this. Middle of March, we think we're doing okay. Next day we wake up, we can't do anything, and... All of a sudden, our lives are turned upside down, and we struggle with understanding why 
is this happening to us? In fact, we ask those kind of questions. God, why are you doing this to me? That's a big question. Why are you doing this to me? So, and why we do that is, is here's my second point. Our tendency is to look for someone or something to blame. Our tendency is to look for someone or something to blame. We want to find a scapegoat. We want to find the reason why this is happening, ultimately, sometimes so that we can punish the person, but we're looking for a reason why this happened. We're looking for someone to blame. Now, here's the thing. I said this was an age-old question. That tendency of wanting to look for someone to blame for the calamity that we're in has always existed. It existed in the days of Jesus. Now, I want you to pay attention as I read to you from the Gospel of John about an interaction that Jesus had with his disciples. It's found in the ninth chapter. Look at what verses 1 to 3 says. Now, as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? And Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. Now, it's interesting. When you look what's going on here, they in their day wrestled with why bad things were happening, especially when you see somebody who's born blind. The question is, who sinned? Did he sin in the womb? Is that possible? Or did his parents sin? Is this why this man's going through this tragic circumstance? We're always looking for someone to blame. So they're asking Jesus this question. Who sinned? Jesus, I think, would probably have caused them to be their jaws to drop when he says, nobody sinned. That's not why this has happened to him. It's not because of sin. See, what's reflected here in this passage is, is that that's our tendency, is that we want to look for someone to blame. And when something terrible happens, we want to believe it's because of someone's sin. Which brings me to my third point I want you to see with regards to this age-old question. Our perception of God guides our thinking concerning this question. Our perception of God, what you think about God, and how you view him will guide your thoughts concerning this whole issue of why or who you're looking to blame. See, if you think that terrible things happen because someone has specifically sinned, you will then view things as everything as being a judgment from God. Oh, you got a flat tire on the bypass in heavy traffic. What did you do? God must be trying to get your attention. And we say things like that. My friends, that says more about your perception of God than the person who is experiencing the calamity. You have this view of God as being ready to zap everyone for their issues 
and for what they've done wrong, even if they maybe haven't done anything wrong. I think it's selective, isn't it? Well, we're going to see that when we get to the issue about the nature of our world. But I want you to see how you perceive God guides your thinking concerning this age-old question about who's to blame. Who's to blame? And I think that's what's happening here with regards to this question about COVID-19. Because here we are, we're in our nation, we're not used to going through things like this. We're not used to calamities. We're not used to our world being turned upside down. When tragedy happens, we're looking for someone to blame. And when they talk to a preacher, especially a prominent TV preacher or something, he's got to give a reply. And I'll be honest with you, not everything a TV preacher says or a a national leader says is necessarily correct. And here this person says, well, it's because of these sins this is happening. Well, it makes for a nice soundbite, but I don't think it makes for biblical sense. What do you mean, George? You sound like you're disagreeing with him. Well, yes, I am disagreeing with him, and I'll tell you why. It's because of what the Bible says about the nature of our world. So let's go through this together. i got several points I want to make here. First of all, we live in a world that has been cursed because of Adam's sin. We live in a world that has been cursed because of Adam's sin. I want everybody to understand, you and I do not live in a perfect, problem-free world. We live in a world that is marked by problems, by disease, by death, by tragedy. We live in that world. And it's because, not because of somebody's specific sin now, it's because of one man's sin long ago, by the name of Adam. Listen to what Genesis chapter 3 verse 17 through 19 says with regards to the curse that Adam brought on our planet. Then to Adam he said, because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you saying you shall not eat of it, cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil You shall eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you. And you shall eat the herb of the field. And in the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you shall return. Whoa, that's the curse, my friends. A world of problem and turmoil and ultimately death. Listen to what Paul says in Romans chapter 8, verses 18 to 22. He's talking about creation a little bit here. He says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. For creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. For the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God, for we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together 
until now. Here, Paul is reflecting on that future hope that is coming and how the creation that we live in is longing for that hope because right now it is is subjected to futility because of sin and corruption because of sin. So we live in a world that has been cursed because of Adam's sin. All right, so now let's get to the issue of COVID-19. Got a couple of points I want to make here, okay? And answering this question. All right, so when we understand that we live in a world that has been corrupted and is experiencing the difficulties because of Adam's sin. All right, I got two statements I want to make here. Here's the first one. Therefore, COVID-19 is a part of God's curse on this world. COVID-19 is a part of the ultimate curse that came through Adam on this world. And because of that, it is no different than the other things that we have to suffer with in our world because of sin. It is no different than the other things that we have to suffer with in this world. Like, for instance, cancer. Cancer is a scourge. Cancer kills. But cancer is a result of the curse that is on this world. Diabetes, heart disease, influenza, all of these things are a part of the curse which our world is going through. So in that sense, we can say that COVID-19 is a part of the general judgment of God on this world because of sin, okay? Because of sin. Here's my second thing I want you to see. Here's our third point. However, COVID-19 is not a specific judgment for specific sins. So what this Christian leader was saying in a general sense, if you left off the specific sins, if he had just stopped with saying it's God's judgment, that would have been proper to say. However, when he ventured over into saying that it's God's judgment for these certain sins, that's not proper. How can you say that, George? How can you say we've never faced anything like this ever? Well, that's not a true statement. We have faced something like this before. Maybe not in your lifetime, but I know our community has. So if you live in Kerwinsville here, and if you go up to the cemetery on the hill, the Oak Hill Cemetery, you'll notice that there is a field, a part of the cemetery that is not marked, but it's well-groomed. And what's in that field are the bodies of those who died from the Spanish flu pandemic 100 years ago. Now, I can tell you right now, that that pandemic was not, quote, a specific judgment on our nation with regards to specific sins. In fact, if you would like to know the specific sins that our nation were struggling with at that time, uh, they would include alcoholism, infidelity, things like that. That's not the sins that we are focused on right now, but yet those same sins exist today, but nobody's saying that our current pandemic is a result of those sins. So you can't say that. They're for specific sins. 
So that brings me to my next point that I need you to see. We must remember that all sin results in death and judgment. All sin. So, for instance, this Christian leader said homosexuality was the reason why we're going through COVID-19. Okay, yes, maybe, but then gossip is a sin as well. Lying is a sin as well. Stealing, infidelity, pornography, the viewing of it, the consumption of it. All of these things are sins. And all of these things result in death and judgment. Period. So that brings me to my final point. Unlike man, God does not categorize sin. Unlike man, God does not categorize sin. God's not going to categorize. In fact, when you look at the list of sins, especially when you look at the list of sins, where the sins are that we think are the reasons why we're going through this judgment, you'll see them listed there, but you'll also see other sins that are very much a part of everyone's lives. But nobody says they're the reason why we're going through this. So, okay, so let's, let's get down to a conclusion here, okay? Is COVID-19 the judgment of God on our nation? I would say COVID-19, in a general sense, is God's judgment on the world because of Adam's sin. It's a part of all of the calamity that our world is going in. However, it is not a specific judgment on specific sins. There is no biblical support for that. And I think we should be reminded of that when we're considering what our world is going through right now. We live in a world that needs Jesus, that's groaning because of the futility that has been imposed upon it by sin. And COVID-19 just reminds us of a need for a Savior. And we need a Savior. That's what you and I need to think about. Finding Clarity Podcast is really an opportunity to answer questions that you and I might have about Christianity and a Christian life. And you say, okay, George, how do I get these questions to you? Well, there's several ways you can do that, especially in our circumstances of being locked down. You can call the church. Our phone number is 814-236-1622. Just leave a message and say, hey, George, I've got a question. You can contact us through our church webpage, kerwinsvillechristian.org. If you go to the contact section there, you will see a form there that you can fill out, submit your question, and we'll get it here. We'll look at answering it here on the podcast. You can also go to Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. And we encourage you to like the page, but there you can direct message us or write on our wall. We'll see your question and we'll see about answering it here on the podcast. Now, next week, we're going to go to the question that we were going to look at this week, but we're going to reflect on it next week. And that has to do with the issue of unforgiveness. So next week's question is this, what does the Bible say about unforgiveness? What does the Bible say about unforgiveness. Until that time, take care.